Lakes Radio Sport. Good evening and welcome to the latest edition of Friday Sport Preview on Manx Radio. I'm Rob Pritchard. And I'm Darren Simpson. With your latest look ahead to the weekend sporting action on the Isle of Man. So, coming up tonight. The first action of this year's Woods Cup takes centre stage, going into the latest Manx football fixtures which get underway this evening. The f- in rugby with a breaking competition this weekend for Douglas and Vagabonds, the spotlight is firmly on the Ravens Croftbank Shield on Saturday afternoon. And when it comes to hockey, the early frontrunners are starting to emerge as we enter week three of the 2024 men's and ladies season. That is all to come this evening. Good evening and welcome to the latest edition of Friday Sport Preview here on Manx Radio with myself and Darren Timson. Darren, very good evening. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you for having me, Rob. How are you doing? Uh, very good, thanks. My pleasure to have you on board here today. Well, uh, Darren and I have the usual assortment of guests here in the studio to preview the football, rugby and hockey action taking place on the Isle of Man this weekend. And that means it's high time and right on cue to bring in Tony Meppham this evening. Tony, good evening to you. Good evening to you, Rob. And uh, weather forecast, we always look at it first, don't we, before we look at the fixtures is... A little bit worrying. Um, the frozen pitches throughout the week uh, hopefully now are thawing out, but uh, with this rain possibly coming in tomorrow, might cause one or two problems, but fingers crossed we get away with it once again. Fingers crossed indeed we can get away from that uh, cold snap, I think is the term that we yeah. had uh, throughout this week, and hopefully we get plenty of games on. Well, let's take a look at those fixtures taking place this weekend. We say this weekend things start up tonight. There's Friday night football going on out at St John's United in Canada Life Combination 1. 7 o'clock kick-off this evening in Combination 1 St John's United hosting Douglas Royal this evening, Tony. Yeah, and that's a bit of an indicator for you as well how pitches are at the moment. Uh, St John's is in good form, so no problem. And um, it's combination one. It's the combination's uh, time to uh, get the uh, sort of limelight, if you like. Good support, cracking support over the Friday night games, over recent games. But uh, this one here, you just got to edge it towards St John's. I know they drew 0-0 with uh, Peel, but certainly against Douglas Royal, I think they've just got a little bit more than uh, Royal have, and that's why I go for St John's to win it. Very well, that's the Friday night football. Let's move into Saturday and alongside the league fixtures, there's more cup competition coming our way, specifically in the form of the GH Collett's Woods Cup preliminary round. Four games all kicking off a quarter past one. That is to account as well for the possibility of extra time and penalties should those fixtures go the full distance. Well, let's uh, take a look at these four fixtures. We'll start off over at Blackbury Lane and Douglas High School All Boys relegated from the Premier League last season. Up against Jim's, Tony. Yeah, you'd uh, go for Douglas High School Old Boys. When you look at the league table, you normally expect a side that was uh, relegated to be sort of, you know, maybe a little bit closer to the top, but it just shows you what a poor start Old Boys had. But uh, since then, I think Johnny Garland's got the boys playing quite well. A lot of experienced uh, players in there, uh, so it'll make it more difficult for Jim's. But when Jim's have got their full-strength squad out, uh, they've got two or three really good players in there that can sort of just close up a little bit, stop uh, the goals coming in, and uh, certainly old boys will be looking to expose them. But uh, with people like Robbie Ward, Martin King and others in there, I just can't see it happening. Now I, I go for old boys to go through. 
Next up, uh, Onken still uh, right in the fight at the moment toward the top of Division 2 up against uh, Paul Rose, Tony. Yeah, I'm going to go for uh, Onken because, you know, up at the stadium, uh, I believe the game that you were up there, Rob, it was close to 400 people watching it because uh, they sort of did a rough calculation. So that's tremendous in that one against uh, Castletown. Uh, but uh, against Paul Rose, you'd expect uh, Onken to win this. When you look at the league table, the reason why Onken are down a little bit, they've only played 10 when you look at some sides around them have played 13. Um, so I just uh, think old boys will be too strong. They'll go in the hat uh, tomorrow night and we'll see how the draw goes. And the next fixture is the meeting of the top two sides in Division 2, Castletown against Foxdale, Tony. Yeah, when this one there uh, came out, I just thought, right, OK, this is going to take care uh, one of the favourites out. I'm glad I saw Castletown last week just to see where they are. Um, you know, it's quite evident, you know, going forward, they look strong. Uh, they're good down the wings, um, through the middle, they've got good goal scorers. Just defensively, they've got to keep things uh, a lot tighter. And against Foxdale, it's going to be very difficult with people like Jay Chatwood. Charlie Harrison in there as well. Uh, Steve Betridge has been playing well at the back since he's come back in. Um, it's going to be a close game. I think Castletown might just edge it, but don't be surprised if this doesn't go to extra time. Not bothered about the penalties, don't like them, but I'd like to go to extra time just to uh, let the two top sides have a real competitive game and uh, see how they get on. Very well. And the final game of the GH Call at Woods Cup preliminary round tomorrow sees Governors, and Ath- Governors Athletic versus Ramsey Youth Centre and Old Boys at Governors Athletic's new home of Nobles Park. Yeah, they had the first game uh, back up there uh, last week and uh, did quite well on it. And uh, Ramsey Youth Centre always a, a, a tough side to try and beat when you're uh, sort of in that lower part of the uh, table. So I expect uh, Ramsey Youth Centre to win it. Uh, they've got uh, you know experienced players in there and uh, they've just got to keep uh, chipping away and the younger players that they've got are really good. They can score the goals and uh, I think that's going to be the difference and uh, certainly Carl Hunter, I think the chairman of Governors, won't be too happy with me saying that but I just think Ramsey Centre will be too strong. Very well. Well, those are the GH Collettwoods Cup matches taking place tomorrow. There is still the usual assortment of league fixtures taking place across the divisions. All games kicking off at 2 o'clock with one exception, which we will come to. Let's start in the Canada Life Men's Premier League. Another busy schedule there. Six games tomorrow in the Canada Life Men's Premier League, Tony. Yeah, and there's some uh, good ones in there as well. Laxey are absolutely flying at the moment. Johnny Palmer's team's uh, you know, playing good stuff as well. Johnny Myers, I noticed uh, he had to play last week. Uh, so I think uh, St. Joe's will find it tough. So go for Laxey to win. Ramsey against uh, Corinthians. Corinthians uh, really making hard work of it last week, but got the result that they wanted 1 0 down and then came back and beat Union Mills uh, 3 1. But um, more physical side, Ramsey. And uh, with the young players that Corinthians got there, that might be a little bit too much for them. But defensively, they're looking okay. Union Mills against uh, St Mary's, it's more of a reintroduction to football for St Mary's, isn't it? Because they had a game last week, and I think um, uh, St Mary's will beat Millers. Uh, Moran against Air. Moran battled really well last week against uh, Castletown, but Air. What a result that is. To score 11 goals in any game takes some doing. So I think Nick Hurt's team will take the victory in that one. Douglas Royal against uh, St John's. I know uh, St John's found it uh, tough going uh, in the last game, but uh, against Douglas Royal, who conceded all those goals, will be, uh, I would think, still the same strength. I think the one or two missing. So for good Johnners to win, Peel against Russian. It's a game I always loved. And I think you might be going to watch this one, possibly. Possibly. We'll see how uh, conditions see how the weather pan goes. out. Um, I think um, Peel are banging form, but uh, Russian recently have uh, really improved in front of uh, goal, and that's made them a lot, lot stronger. Uh, but I just think at the moment, Dan Bell's side are absolutely flying, keeping the pressure on there. Go for Peel to win. 
Very well. Well, there are two games in DPS Limited Division 2. As we've mentioned before, there are plenty of the Division 2 sides involved in the GH Call at Woods Cup preliminary round tomorrow. So just two league games in Division 2 tomorrow. We'll start with uh, a battle of the teams down south. We have uh, Malou versus Colby, but also we have Douglaston District up against Michael United. Yeah, the Southern Derby will always be a battle, but uh, Colby have just got to keep chipping away and uh, picking up as many points as they can because... Um, I don't think they're going to get uh, promoted. I just think it's going to be a big ass for them, but they can certainly get qualified for the Paul Henry. So against Malou, I expect Colby to win. And in the other one, Douglas and Districts against Michael. Uh, Liam uh, came. We know what he's uh, capable of. He's scoring so many goals. What is it, 40 now in 13 games? Absolutely flying. And um, I'm going to go for Michael to beat D&D. Then we move into the Combination Leagues as well. So let's start off with Canada Live Combination 1. We've already mentioned there's one game in Combination 1 tonight, St John's versus Douglas Royal, but there are four more Combination 1 fixtures on Saturday, and one of those is an early kickoff. It is an earlier kickoff. That's uh, St Mary's against uh, Union Mills. That's at the bowl. I'm going to go for uh, St Mary's to win. Uh, back to the top, uh, Corinthians against uh, Ramsey. Corinthians have improved an awful lot in the last uh, few games. Last week, just lost out to Union Mills, or right up uh, towards the top of uh, Combination 1. Ramsey are in there as well. I'll go for Ramsey just to win. Air against uh, Moran. I'm going to go for Moran to take victory in that game. And Russian against Peel. I've got a sneaky feeling, Rob. I've said it to you a few uh, weeks now. I think uh, that desperate start that Russian had, they've put it behind them. And I think Russian are going to win this league, even though they're still a little bit behind. I'm going to go for Russian to beat Peel. Bold claims being made at uh, just past the exactly. halfway stage. We wait and see. <laughs> and last but certainly not least on Saturday, we have five games pending for DPS Limited Combination 2. Yeah, Douglas Athletic against Onken, depending on if uh, Lee Ford's playing, because he got seven goals last week. Remember, it was 7-0, so he scored them all. So I'm going to go for uh, Onken just to sneak it. Uh, Colby against Malou, I'll go with Colby. Michael against Douglas and District, it should be a victory for Michael. Foxdale against Douglas High School Old Boys, I'll go with the Douglas side, Douglas High School Old Boys. And Ramsey Centre against Jim's, I think Ramsey Centre will be too strong. Very well. Then we move into Sunday and uh, three games kicking off at two o'clock in the Canada Life Women's League. We have Onken, they'll be hosting Corinthians. Malou will welcome Douglas Royal and Castletown will play host to Peel. Yeah, just on that as well, Rob, we've got a date now for the Women's Floodlit Cup final because uh, if you remember, we lost uh, that one. Uh, that's going to be Saturday the 10th at 5.30 kickoff because FC Alaman. You read my mind. That's exactly where I was going to go to. <laughs> so uh, that one's on. Uh, Onken against uh, Corinthians. Uh, Corinthians uh, beat them in the semi-final last week, so I would expect them to, to win this one. Malou against uh, Douglas Royal. Douglas Royal was so, so unlucky seven days ago not to uh, get something out of that semi-final against Peel. They lost it in the end, but I'll go for Royal to beat Malou. And Castan against Peel. Peel really in top form at the moment. Go with Peel. Very well, and we've also got two games in the Masters football. We've got Douglas Royal versus Union Mills. That is a 10 past two kickoff at the bowl. And then straight after that, at 3.40 p.m. at the bowl, is Douglas and District. They'll take on Governors <coughs> Athletic. Yeah, Douglas Royal played last week and uh, just lost out to uh, Colby against Union Mills. I think they'll be strong enough, so I'll go for Royal to win that. And Douglas and District against uh, Governors. I'm not too sure what D&D squad's like at the moment, but Governors got some good uh, players in there, good goal scorers, so I'm going to go for Governors. And then just a quick note, we've got around uh, 60 seconds or so. We'll just uh, briefly touch on the fact that FC Isle of Man are back at the ball this weekend, coming up against a Kendall Town team that consistently since the start of the campaign this season in the NWCFL Premier Division have really been at the sharp end in terms of the positions and the points up there. They've been a very strong campaign so far for FC Isle of Man. They've won just once since the 11th of November. The manager, Paul Jones, he insists that the team is going in the right direction, the attitude is right, and that a lot of the performances are there, but the results are maybe just falling 
in small moments of the game and against a Kendall Town side, Tony, that have been very strong this season, you have to feel that FC Alabama might be quite disciplined, don't you think? Well, it is, and I haven't seen the squad released, but I think Alex Maitland's out through injury. He's got a hamstring problem, so he's going to be missing for a couple of weeks. Jamie Collett's suspended, um, so your two centre-backs have gone. Jack McVeigh, <coughs> excuse me, will probably come in. And I'm not, Jack McVeigh is unavailable, I can tell you that. Is he? He's come out of the squad as well, so that's a real problem because I think it was on Wednesday he was uh, OK, but uh, that sort of leaves it really a little bit sparse. I don't know if Callum Sherry's back in the uh, team, so he'll be a massive plus. There's probably players there who could play in that position uh, to help them out, but when you're playing against one of the top sides, you don't want to have to face that sort of music. And, you know, when you look at uh, other players that might be able to come back in and, and uh, do something, it's going to be a tough old game. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm sure there'll be a big crowd as well because that's what people want to see as one of the best seeds in that league uh, taking on FC Alaman. And that game, FC Alaban versus Kendalltown, the bowl kickoff tomorrow at 6pm. If you're not heading down, we'll have you covered on Manx Radio. Full live match commentary of that game from 6 o'clock from myself and Tony Meppham on Manx Radio AM 1368 and Crystal Clear DAB. Tony, thank you very much indeed. Manx Radio Sport. Now we're going to be turning our eyes to the rugby action taking place this weekend. And with more details, here is Darren Timpson. Yes, yeah, so with no action for Douglas and Vagabonds this weekend, attention now turns to the Ravenscroft Manshield on Saturday. There'll be two fixtures tomorrow afternoon, both kicking off at 2.15pm. Elsewhere, Ramsey will be looking to keep fresh as they take part in a friendly on Saturday in the UK as well. Here as usual with the details for us is Manx Radio's rugby correspondent, Dave Christian. That just leaves us with the uh, Manshield competition and one senior friendly. In the Shield, two games. First one at Balakilia Park, Port Erin. That's Southern Nomads against Western Vikings. Nomads against Vikings sounds some, like some sort of biblical battle. I don't quite think it'll be that, but uh, we've got two sides very much under the cosh a little bit, I guess, at the moment. Southern Nomads not had a brilliant season. They've not gone that well in the uh, Cheshire Bowl competition. They got thumping at Ramsey last week. Western Vikings, they pulled off a great result away in the Cheshire Plate made a Cheshire Plate final. However, their home form on the Isle of Man, not quite so good. They got a thumping at Ramsey, but that was back in October, if my memory serves me right. So Vikings building up for a Cheshire Plate final need to come good at some stage and need to get 15 players onto a field and playing as a team. Nomads do have the players. They're just not clicking in the right order. And uh, last week, there were some flashes from them. Uh, up in the Mirror Park, but uh, they lost 72-12, and 72-12 suggests that uh, whilst there might have been flashes that they weren't substantive enough, although I must say we covered the game for Saturday Live last week, and uh, there were patches at probably 20 minutes of scoreless rugby uh, dotted around in that game, so it wasn't all that much one-way traffic. Uh, Balakilia Park, so the Nomads have home advantage, I should say. Western Vikings, though, are not that far up the road and home and away advantage. I don't think it counts for that much in the Alaman, to be quite honest. It should be a Nomads win on paper, but Vikings do have Jack Goodwin back into the frame. He scored last week. It's been his first competitive game for 18 months. He had a serious back injury after a mountain bike accident. His brother Harry's in there as well. And uh, with Ed Knight, they make up quite a formidable unit in the pack at Western Vikings. They're going to give Nomads some trouble. But uh, I suspect the Nomads' backline will be too strong for Vikings. And we should see Nomads win. The other game at Portsmouth Park, Castletown will take on the Isle of Man Barbarians. Castletown, by their own admission, don't have a big squad. 
They can't necessarily get all the planets lined up at the right time, so they're invariably short. Dumbass of Vagabonds not playing this week should give them some additional players who will turn up and make up the numbers for this Barbarian side and potentially help Castletown out as well. I suspect we could see a Barbarians win here if Castletown aren't quite up to it. Both of those games kick off at 2.15 and there is one other game on the card. It's a friendly Ramsey are away against Northwich Stags. The deal here is that Ramsey is struggling to get competitive fixtures on Ireland, so they're going to play a series of friendly matches against teams in the Northwest. Northwich have offered themselves up. Ramsey are off tomorrow for that one. Kicks off at 12.30 at Northwich. However, it's going to be weather dependent. Manx Radio Sport. Well, tomorrow marks the start of week three of the 2024 men's and ladies' Manx hockey seasons. After an intriguing start across the board, early frontrunners are starting to emerge across the divisions with numerous teams more than hoping to maintain their unbeaten starts. So how do things look this time around? To find out, I caught up with our hockey correspondent, Ben Cunningham. So heading into the latest week of the new men's and ladies' Manx hockey season, plenty of league fixtures taking place once again across the respective men's and ladies' divisions this weekend. We'll start off in the men's Premier League, and the early pushback is a 12 o'clock pushback at King Williams College in the south of the island, and that sees Vikings A, who've had a strong start, up against Backers B, Ben. Yeah, like you say, Vikings A have had a really good start to the season, still remain unbeaten. However, Backers B is still searching for their first points of the season. Tough ask for Backers B. I think Vikings A will be victorious on the day. Another early push back is at 12.30 and this is at the NSC in Douglas and that sees Harlequins A up against Backers A, Ben. A tough test for Harlequins. Yeah, tough test for Harlequins but then they proved themselves last week against Vikings A, only just losing 4-1. Backers A, they will be clinical and they will punish any mistakes made by Harlequins. I think Backers will be too strong for them. And then the other game in the Men's Premier League is a 1.30 pushback at King Williams College, so straight after one of the other Men's Premier League games. This is an intriguing one, Castletown A up against Valkyrie. Yeah, this one I think could be probably a game of the day in the uh, men's Premier League out of the three. Castown A, they have been a surprise package. They've been known to get results as and when they need to, but then Valkyrie's not had the best of starts that they probably wanted but they got back to winning ways last week I think this one might end as a stalemate here Then we move into the ladies Premier League and all games pushing back at 2 o'clock and the one pushing back at 2 o'clock at the NSC in Douglas sees Backers A against Vikings A Yeah this is a big one here Backers A against Vikings A this is always known for a close finish or just an enthralling game it'll be a really close game of course Vikings still remain unbeaten they'll be trying to stop Vikings it'll be a close one but I think Vikings will come out on top And then a QE2 in P at the same time, Valkyrie's A up against Harlequin's A. Yeah, this one will be interesting. Of course, Valkyrie's still unbeaten. Harlequin's still looking for their first points of the season. Of course, Valkyrie's are looking really good, but then Harlequin's will like to try and get something out of this game. I think Valkyrie's will just be too good on the day. And the other game, the Ladies Premier League, is an interclub derby. Two o'clock at Castle Russian High School down in the south, and it is Castletown A up against Castletown B. Yeah, Castletown Derby, they're always known for being good, and I, I can see that being an, another good one, and you'd expect the A team to come out on top on that one, but don't rule out the B team giving them a game. And then we move into the other divisions. Let's start with Men's Division 1. Three games on Saturday there. First one is at 11 o'clock at the NSC, and this is Ramsey A against Vikings B. Second game is Valkyrie's B against Harlequins B, and that's at 3.30 at QE2. And then Vikings C against Castletown B, is 4.30 at KWC. And then three games also in Ladies Division 1. We've got Vikings B against Castown C, 11 o'clock at Castle Russian High School. Valkyrie's B against Backers B, 12.30 at QE2. 
and then back as C against Ramsey A, 3.30 at Castle Russian High School. And then into the respective Division 2s, just two games this weekend in Men's Division 2. And those two are Ramsey B against Castown C, 12.30 at Ramsey Grammar School, and Valkyrie C against Bacchus Colts, which I think will be a really close game, 3 o'clock at KWC. And then there are three games rounding off the Senior Leagues this weekend in Ladies Division 2. Castletown D against Castletown E, 12.30 at Castle Russian High School, so another Castletown derby there to look forward to. Viking C against Ramsey B, 2 o'clock at Ramsey Grammar School. And then Harlequins B against Valkyrie C, 3.30 at the NSC. And last but certainly not least, we have two games again this coming weekend in the Under-15s League. And they are Valkyries v Harlequins, 11 o'clock at QE2. And then Vikings against Ramsey Rogues and Rascals, 3.30 at Ramsey Grammar School. Ben Cunningham with that report there, previewing the hockey action in the men's and ladies' seasons taking place this weekend. Well, before we let you go, if you have missed it throughout this week, plenty of sports news coming in on the Manx Radio Sports of at manxradio.com over the last seven days. And here is Darren with some of the headlines that have been making their way to us in the last week. Former Ireland rugby player Patrice Bell has been included in the Ireland Under-26 Nations squad. Patrice, who is now in the Sale Sharks Academy, previously played for Castle Russian High School and Southern Nomads. The youngster was announced in the squad yesterday with the tournament taking place on the 2nd of February. Moving on, two Manx athletes finished strong in the spine race events this week. Nikki Arthur put in a great performance to finish first in the women's class in the Challenger North contest by a margin of 8 hours. Elsewhere, Oren Smith betted his last year's time by around 10 hours to come home in 6th in the spine race itself. Manx professional boxer Matthew Rennie believes a title fight is within his reach. However, the 25-year-old who's currently unbeaten in his pro career understands he can't be complacent going into his next fight on the 17th of February. Moving on to motorsport, it's been confirmed that this, this week that TT rider Dominic Herberton will race for Burroughs Engineering by RK Racing in 2024. Thank you very much, Darren. Well, thank you very much for joining us once again on Friday Sports Preview. Many thanks to our guests as usual, Tony Meppen, Dave Christian and Ben Cunningham. Have yourself a wonderful Friday evening and a wonderful weekend, whatever you're doing as well. But from us until next time, it's bye for now. Manx Radio Sport.